Well, have you been following Catholic women preach? We've been mentioning them. A little bit of them. Concord pastor. I could be doing all day. What this is. This is MQOA Sunday, and we look at the Sunday Gospel. We just take a kitchen table conversation around what we find in the Gospel reading for that day. We have lots of questions to talk about. We'd love to just kind of hear what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. If you're listening or viewing, we'd love to hear from you, too. We use our parish's small group process, which is called beta. And Karen's in a beta group, a long time beta two, group. Two beta groups. Oh, is that allowed? <gasps> I didn't ask permission. Oh, that is classic. <laughs> classic Karen. But the beta groups use this lesson plan process that we produce every week in the parish. Just gives some background information, some images and quotes and inspiring things just to ins- hang that conversation around. Something about hearing the gospel readings a thousand times may uh, polish off the edge Mm. for us, I think, after a while. And Beta gives everyone a chance to really dig in and look at things in a new way. So we're going to be following that plan, which you can find, if you're watching, in the notes for this. Yes. Yeah, if you're watching. So there's two ways of doing this. You can watch us live on Sundays, 10 o'clock. We will, Margaret and I will be there with a chat feature. You can kind of share your experiences, answer all the questions, or you can listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts in, the, in an audio form, and you can find that all on um, our website, mqa.org slash podcasts with an S. Plural. Multiple. Multiple podcasts. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. And I, I really recommend that to everyone I know just to download that and listen to it over and over and over. Yes. <laughs> That's my, that's what I recommend. (laughs) New one every week, though. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so we should start with the icebreaker, right? Which is, the beta lesson starts with an icebreaker. And it's not lame. It's a good question. It just gets everyone talking a little bit. So we'll we'll go around the table. Tell us uh, your name. We know your names, but you can say it again. Your favorite kind of seafood and the largest crowd you've ever been in. Largest mm. gathering of people you've ever been in. I've seen these questions, so I can go first if you want. Please do. I am Margot. I my favorite seafood. Oh, I really love seafood. Yeah. I really should have a, an answer prepared for this. I'm I'm doubting my question. Probably I'm going to say lobster because you know what? Really? Yeah. Good main girl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And the largest crowd I've ever been in. Probably World Youth Day, one of the World Youth Days I attended. I went to Rome uh, in the year 2000. So I was there with three million young people from around the world. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Do you have one? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Um, So hi, I'm Peter. And um, let's see, my favorite seafood is probably shrimp. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then... um, Largest crowd, I, you know, I can't think of anything much bigger than like a concert or a, or a. Um, what, you know, do you, what was the biggest game. concert you think you've been to? Oh, it was small. Um, it was like back what they call used to call Great Woods. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah the Comcast yeah. Center, I think yeah. it's called now. Is it? Yeah, I haven't been, well, that's how long it's been. Since yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's too. <clears throat> and I've been to like a Patriots game and things like that. Oh, so, yeah, okay. So, but that's probably yeah. it, right? That's probably the biggest. It's, yeah, that's yeah. sixty thousand, right? Yeah, probably. I think they have stadium sixty thousand. That's yeah. a good size. Yeah, it is. 
Karen, how about you? Hi, I'm Karen. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Hi, Margo. <laughs> um, <laughs> so my favorite seafood. It's tough, right? It's tough, but lobster, since okay. I've moved to Massachusetts. Um, and shrimp is the second. Right, because yeah. you're a Highlander. You're an inlander. <laughs> I'm an inlander. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Closer to Lake Erie than anything else. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, largest crowd, a Celtics game back in the day when. Oh, the Garden. Yes. Okay. Um, not when. Uh, Bef- went back when it was not scary. Not when the bird there? was there. Oh, okay. Okay. Shortly afterwards, because I was a huge Celtics fan. Oh, okay. But was it still the scary garden or was it scary. after? You know how they renovated it? The, well, the, I think it was pre-renovation. Yeah. <laughs> they I built a new one. They we, we, there we, broke, <laughs> we broke for ads, which I found Oh, stupid. interesting. Oh, during the game. Yes. Yes, I found that when I went to a football game. Yeah. I go, why are we? And they're like, it's TV an break. ad. TV break. So it's break. happening back then. Back then. Yes. The old <laughs> garden, back in the day. The old garden had its own weather system. It would be. Oh, Clouds would form inside it because, because it was of the in, ice yeah. underneath. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 Wow. It was in, it was in tough shape <laughs> back then. So extra points for you for braving that building. Are you kidding? I was thrilled to be there. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's great. Stephen, how about you? I'm Steve. Um, my uh, selfish shellfish is my favorite mm-hmm. seafood. Any, just and any. All scallops, but not lobster. I don't. I don't find it. Hmm. Shrimp is better than sh- lobster. I said it. There it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's just better. Okay. It's easier. It's flavorful. Well, it's definitely easier. Yeah. Sure. Um, and I, it has to be between. I was I was in the Vatican for a Holy Week, so mm. I think that oh. I don't know the numbers based on that or the Patriots game. I'm going to say the Vatican. Probably. Ash Wednesday. That, right? Not Ash Wednesday. Um, like Holy Thursday. Good Holy Friday. Thursday. Yeah. yeah. His Wednesday speech. That was pretty cool. Oh, oh wow. yeah. Cool. Um, all I right. think that's the loud. And I was pretty. I felt pretty safe there. Who's the Pope then? Francis. Oh, yeah, the new one. Lucky. <laughs> the the <laughs> yeah. new one. Yeah. The relatively the new one. He was good. <laughs> so we also like to ask our ask. We ask new our guests. guests um, our new guests. Yeah. Who you are and how did you get in here? And that's really <laughs> what we mean by that is <laughs> how are you involved in the parish? How did you? What do you do here? Or like, what's your what's your deal? Do you want to go first? Sure, I'll, I'll go. Um, well, I've been a parishioner for about 12 years, moved here um, to Salem 12 years ago. Um, didn't really get much involved in the church uh, until I was probably 2014 or 15. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, back before all everything changed, uh, I, I felt like I should volunteer, and but then there was all this issue about how all the transition. That was a the chaotic parish, time. Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. just yeah. went up to the the previous Father Bob, Father Bob Connor, and said, what do you need me to do? Oh, I love that. And, oh, man, that's how they get you. Yeah. And it's <laughs> like, a loaded okay. question. Yeah. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, so I, you know, I got pulled in. And um, uh, you know, right now, I think the, the last year, what I've been doing a lot of has been uh, helping out uh, Father Bob with the um, Eucharistic adoration. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, other things around the Eucharist. I have a whole bunch of videos that I've been doing about uh, the yes. uh, real presence uh, of Jesus in the Eucharist and a weekly reflection on that and on video form as well. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. our Y-O-E guy. You're of the Eucharist. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Y-O-T-E. What were we calling it? Yoti? Yote. Yeah. Yote. Y-O-T-E. He's the Yote, Yote guy. And his videos are very cool. It's always a really cool yeah. little insight into the scripture and, and how it connects to communion, to Eucharist. 
So Thanks. check those out on oh. our website. The Thank link you. will be in the description. Yeah. Thank you. Karen, who are you and who let you in? Here? Yeah, who let you in? <laughs> <laughs> who, who indeed? <laughs> I'm Karen Pelletier. I've lived in Salem since 2003, um, right here on Federal Street. Mm. And so I would walk down with my husband, and um, it was a different experience then. Um, so um, I would say that I became much more uh, a parishioner, probably when Father Bob Connors was here. Um, but uh, when Father Murray came, the first Sunday, uh, he stood on, on the altar at St. James and said, whatever he said before, but he said, and if any of you um, can think of a way to make this church more beautiful, basically have at it. Have at it. Mm. Yep. Monty Python. How um, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> about you? <laughs> I get that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I decided to plant flowers on the front step. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I think I introduced myself to you before that, though. Uh, I wanted to become a participant. And, um, and then I got involved in Alpha, which really made a difference. Right. Right, right. You mm -hmm. you went through Alpha yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I went through yep. Alpha too. Yeah, that's yeah. a great program. Very cool. So, um, and now it's a, it was a community. It's been a community, and that's what I was looking for. Mm. So, here we are. Yeah. Oh, I love that. It's awesome. You can find out more about Alpha on our website, mm -hmm. org slash Alpha, singular. Yeah, singular. Yes. Anytime. <laughs> We've already got dates for Alpha in the fall if you're curious um, in English in Spanish and a family alpha in family. So a oh. whole family can come and be their own small group or yeah. be with another family. Very cool. So thanks for the shout out for alpha. That that wasn't a paid promotional. No, it no. wasn't, but we'll take it. Now, usually we start beta or an MQI Sunday by reading the gospel. Once we take a break, a little minute to kind of soak it in and then we hear it again. But I want to, I kind of want to pop quiz you a little bit because this is the story we're going to look at today is a greatest hit. It's one you have heard 4,000 times mm -hmm. and four different versions of because it's in all four Gospels. And I'm just wondering, like, what when you think of the feeding of the 5,000, what do you remember? What are the parts of the story that you remember? Well, um, the fact that uh, there was this huge crowd and uh, the disciples said, to him, basically, what are we going to do with them? They're mm -hmm. hungry. And uh, and so they found somebody who had some loaves of bread and some fish, and lo and behold, it fed everybody with fragments left over. Um, that's what I remember. Okay. Um, All right. Over and over again. But yeah. it was that miracle. Okay. What do you remember? Do you rem is that what you remember? Yeah, I remember that just kind of general story. Mm -hmm. I was also thinking, like, what are some little little facts about it that yeah, were interesting to me it's like there was the the th I th always thought it was interesting that it was some little boy who mm -hmm. has had the fish and the bread um oh. and uh um and that s the apostles were kind of like really <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. like, we can't feed them with this right you know so they were really the the apostles were kind of uh, doubtful yeah and uh, uh so those are the two things that that always struck me. I, I think the little boy is only really kind of featured in one, one? version. Probably. Okay. And yeah. it's the one we're going to hear today. Okay. So um, 
So let's hear it. After this, Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee of Tiberias. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. The Jewish feast of Passover was near. When Jesus raised his eyes and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, he said to Philip, where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said this to test him because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, 200 days wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them to have a little bit. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what good are these for so many? Jesus said, Have the people recline. Now, there was a great deal of grass in that place. So the men reclined, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had had their fill, he said to his disciples, Gather the fragments left over so that nothing will be wasted. So they collected them and filled 12 wicker baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves that had been more than they could eat. When the people saw the sign he had done, they said, This is truly the prophet, the one who is to come into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Beautiful. Take a minute just to soak that in. If there's something you think God is pointing out to you in particular, pay attention to that. Okay, Peter, whenever you're ready. After this, Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee of Tiberias. A large crowd followed him because they saw the signs he was performing on the sick. Jesus went up on the mountain, and there he sat down with his disciples. The Jewish feast of Passover was near. When Jesus raised his eyes and saw that a large crowd was coming to him, he said to Philip, where can we buy enough food for them to eat? And he said this to test him because he himself knew what he was going to do. Philip answered him, 200 days wages worth of food would not be enough for each of them to have a little bit. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what good are these for so many? And Jesus said, Have the people recline. Now there was a great deal of grass in that place, so the men reclined, about 5,000 in number. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to those who were reclining, and also as much of the fish as they wanted. When they had their fill, he said to the disciples, Gather the fragments left over, so that nothing will be wasted. So they collected them and filled twelve wicker baskets with fragments from the five barley loaves that had been more than they could eat. When the people saw the sign he had done, they said, This is truly the prophet, the one who has come into the world. Since Jesus knew that they were going to come and carry him off to make him king, he withdrew again to the mountain alone. The Gospel of the Lord. Beautiful. Okay, so now you've heard it twice, fresh. Was there anything in there that you noticed that uh, stood out as different than what you remember about the story? 
This jumped out at me. Yeah. So the men reclined. <laughs> I noticed you said that word through clenched teeth <laughs> in the reading. Well, I had never even considered it before. There no was kidding. Only men. I, I yes. really hadn't. Um, and so uh, Stephen had an aside for me this morning. Oh. He said, yeah, and where would you be in 60 AD? Or yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> really? So I, I thought about What kind of conversation are thought, you having, you two? <laughs> would I have been there? I, you know, <laughs> if if I'm a woman at that time preparing yeah. for the Passover, where would I be? Yeah, mm. probably. You you might have been there. I might have been there, but you wouldn't have counted in uh, the no. in the count. No, clearly right? not. Yeah. So, yeah, because I've heard that there were women and children there. Yeah, in other versions thought. of this story, they say there were five hundred five thousand men plus women and children. Gotcha. Okay. So not worth counting, but worth mentioning. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and you hadn't noticed that before. No, I really hadn't. Okay. Um, um, so that just uh, pricked at me just, a bit. Mm. Just started aggravating her right now, right in front of us, <laughs> starting today. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. So they That's had a lot good. of bread left over. People must have eaten all the fish. Interesting, right? Right? <laughs> right? What, how about you? Was there anything that like stood out as different than or what you hadn't noticed before? Um, the, well, there are two, yeah, there are actually two things. One was um, related to this reclining, but it was not mm -hmm. just the men reclining. It's like, why did he have them recline? recline. Right. You know, why not? Um, I don't know. Maybe it was either easier to count them. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, as a mass <laughs> counter, <laughs> yeah. I know it is easier to count seated people. Yes. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know why it was important that they recline. Um, yeah. I kind of wondered that. Mm. Um, the other thing I thought was interesting here, and um, uh, uh, it's, I'm recognizing it partly because I know the first reading for next week okay. is related to this. There's another prophet who feeds a crowd with a bunch of... Yeah, in this uh, this uh, week. Yeah. Oh, this was, week. was it this week? It's this, well, this week's this, readings, yeah. Okay. So the, um, uh, the thing I thought was interesting here is they, the people recognized that w what Jesus was doing made him the prophet. Ah, so okay. Like, oh, okay. How, like, there must be something in the culture that they knew about. It's like, oh, they were expecting something. So right. when they saw that, it's like, wait, this is the, this is the guy. Right. And, uh, and, and also that's why Jesus would say, well, he knew they were going to carry him off to off. make him king. So there okay. must have been this expectation of the people that, oh, when we see this, this guy's going to be king. Yeah, watch out. So that's the dude. Mm -hmm. So let's go get him let's and make get him king. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, it, that's, that jumped out at me this time. It's like, oh, they must have been expecting someone to do this. Right. Right. They were just watching for this to happen, right? Yeah. When the, when the smoke comes out of the chimney, chimney. we'll yeah. know this is <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. So the... It is an allusion to the Elisha story. Yes. Mm -hmm. And in the Elisha story, the prophet Elisha, Elisha, he feeds them with barley loaves. Oh. So yeah. that's, is this, is that's it called barley? Yeah, yeah. 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 barley loaves yeah. in this one. Yep. Too. And uh, barley loaves are the food of the poor, too. Oh, oh. okay. Isn't that interesting? Yes. The uh, thing that I that's new to me, and I think it's because I've been diving into the Gospels the past three weeks, is that he withdrew again 
to the mountain alone because mm-hmm. he's been trying to do that right mm-hmm. poor past guy. three gospels yeah so i think that's the that's the first time i've noticed that he went the after yeah. what he did after mm-hmm. like he finally got away yeah right. yeah because <laughs> right. this is was trying to he was trying to do this before this right right yeah yep yeah. i'm curious why do you think why mm. if this got if the story is everywhere and we got to move why not do mark's version like why do you think this version is the one that's important enough to be chosen by the church for this do you have a do you have a hunch for for me just because my been focusing on the eucharist you're so cheating. much you're, yeah. you're, you're doing background research yeah it's, well yeah it's a, what follows this in the gospel i think is is oh. the, the significance oh, okay Do you want me to, i can get into that a little bit sure yeah so the uh the next thing that happens is jesus goes to capernaum mm-hmm. and this crowd realizes he's gone mm-hmm. and you know wants to track him down still so they go to capernaum and then went at the temple in Capernaum or synagogue in Capernaum um, that's when Jesus gives his bread of life discourse okay. so oh, okay. it's like I fed you yesterday with right. this bread right. but right. then the next the very next day he's saying to them I am the bread of life okay. so that's that's kind of why I think they went to John in the church so, so okay. need versus want want versus need yeah. so they were hungry here right for for bread. physical, physical. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then for the bread of life, right? Yeah. Spiritual, spiritual, yeah, hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. So what, what's what's interesting is this crowd when they follow Jesus to Capernaum. One of the first things they say is, "What sign can you perform for us?" <laughs> oh, after, they just ate after they just food? ate all this food, all this food. It's Italians. It's actually. Well, it's there. There's a there's a whole um, yeah. There's a whole explanation around that is that so they the f- the first thing is like a, a Alicia there's this prophet comes and feeds a crowd okay. so Jesus fed a crowd well the next thing is well the their ancestors were fed for 40 years in the desert mm-hmm. with manna every day okay mm-hmm. so it's kind of like and okay complaint. you did this once you know mm. what else can you do mm. and yeah. so it's it, that, i think that's that's just kind of funny it's like huh. after all this they're like hey what sign can you do <laughs> let's like, have a sign <laughs> i i always try to think of like the practicality of the stories if there are five thousand people there um i'm i'm imagining like how do you feed that many people if you don't have them sit down it makes sense yeah. to me like yeah. just everyone sit yeah. down yeah, yeah. You can't do a communion. We'll come line. to you, right? right. Something yeah. like that. Yeah, and and m- like my pra- past life as a project manager, I'm like, ooh, that's a lot of mm-hmm. that's, that's right. a lot of work. That's right. And so maybe like telling people to sit down, that'll give you some time to do right. the magic, well, do the do the yeah. miracle too. Right. But right. at that each, time, each they would recline yeah. to eat sure. anyway. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, like a, I'm picturing like a Roman person right. being too. fed yeah. grapes, right? <laughs> oh, you're thinking. Oh, you're thinking like a slate uh, that lounge. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. They lie right. back in their bed for dinner. Exactly. And then the women come along and <laughs> right. Feed yes. Yeah. <laughs> Karen. Karen's got a theme in her head today. But he doesn't. I'm here for it. He doesn't preach at all. Mm-mm. He just feeds. Uh, he has been preaching. He has been teaching them things before that before this before okay well especially if we kind of take it as a to be continued from last week's Mm -hmm. gospel reading where he uh, teaches them many things 
right? Right. And then, so you can kind of, this is Ooh. kind of like the next part of that story. Okay. So There's he's probably, probably some feeding been and teaching going preaching on Preaching the up there. There's right. a lot of people to feed. So. Right. Mm. Exactly. Mm. You got to keep them entertained while yeah. you're passing out the, the barley loaves. Yeah. Uh, one thing I noticed in Karen's memory of the story was that the disciples started to get nervous, right? Because they saw that there weren't, there was not enough food. Right. In today's telling, it's Jesus who notices. Right. Mm. Isn't that mm. interesting? That is yeah. interesting. And in the Gospel of John, Jesus knows everything. So if you're guessing, if you're asking the question like, when does Jesus know? What does he know? And mm. when does he know it? Mm. In John, he knows it all, all the way. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. In Mark, maybe mm-hmm. not yeah. necessarily. Maybe he's learning as he goes. But in John, mm-hmm. because John is, he's an evangelist. He's writing to people who he's trying to teach Christianity to, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, writing to people in Ephesus mm-hmm. in about 90 to 100, 105 after Jesus. And he's trying to teach them the story. Like he's, he's got a, an agenda, in his teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think that's kind of interesting that Jesus was like, okay, now it's time for the feeding of the 5,000. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how John asking question, Asking Philip about right. the pay and all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. It's like well, an Italian grandmother who looks at all these people and says, Yeah, immediately thinks. Immediately. Yeah. Right. Oh, these people are going to need to be fed. So is there a feeding of the fishes hmm. story in Mark? There is a, this story is in all four gospels oh, it is and in, in all four. some of them it's twice. Hmm. There's a 5,000 and a 4,000. Mm-hmm. I believe in Mark. Okay. Yeah. So you were asking before, why do you think to switch? Oh, say so I, I thought that there was not a story in Mark yeah. and that's why we switched to John. Interesting. Right. Hmm. Be interesting to compare it. I right. wonder, I mean, this is obviously a, an important story. Right. Mm-hmm. Important enough to be featured multiple times mm-hmm. in all the Gospels. What do you think is the importance of this story for the church? Well, I would think that it would be kind of a foundational thing that like you can't do anything unless you're you're fed yourself. You're you're taking care of. You're mm-hmm. not worrying about your basic needs of food mm-hmm. and drink. So first things first, first right? things right. first is yourself yeah. so that maybe you can then listen or take in. That's, that's it more. Yeah. I think it's that once you're satisfied mm-hmm. uh, physically, then you're more open to listening mm-hmm. and, and hearing that food for thought as well as for soul. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. What do you think? Why is this such a big deal? This story? You know, a lot of the Gospels is just about, well, who is Jesus? Mm. And um, by, in all the Gospels, showing him uh, performing different signs, that's part of those signs is, well, Jesus is the Son of God because only these kinds of things are, Mm -hmm. um, well, these kinds of things are only things that God can do. Um, I think that's one of them. Um, I think another one is from the perspective of saying, you know, looking at the people at that time, you know, the Jewish people were expecting uh, a prophet. Mm. And so this is one of the stories that fulfills one of the important prophecies, which mm-hmm. is that of that story of Elisha, that somebody like him will come. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
So I. Oh, that's cool. I I I think there's, th- at least those two parts, just as to why it's in the Gospels. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, th- I I also think this the story is just um, there's a whole bunch of things like around well trusting that Jesus is mm-hmm. will do what he says he's going to do and. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's so there's many cool few, layers mm-hmm. to this, right? Yeah. You can, uh, so many of these. I think these readings that you hear so many times in your lifetime, sometimes it's like a Rorschach test about like, where are you in life? Right. And you can hear a story one year and be like, oh, I'm, I I can relate to this person or, oh, I see this new thing. And then, you know, a year later or three years later in the liturgical cycle, you're like, oh, I see it this way now. And it really is like a kind of a barometer of where you're Mm -hmm. Or your own experience is that, you know? So he's, you said that the the barley bread is for the poor. So is he focusing on a group of people that would not be fed normally? It's possible. Or is it like, is he trying to say like, um, I provide the Mm. basic, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of, uh, that everyone is welcome to this table. Gotcha. That you don't need to have Mm -hmm. money to, this is not fancy. Right. This is the stuff of life, right? Yeah. And it doesn't say that the Pharisees and, you know, the higher-ups in the synagogue are here either. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, it's just maybe, a crowd. Yeah, it's just a crowd of regular folks. I, I just realized, too, I think it's interesting that the, the gospel starts with Jesus had been performing all of these signs mm-hmm. on the sick mm-hmm. and that he was curing the sick. And then the crowd right. also sees the signs of him doing all you know feeding them so he's been curing them and then feeding them mm-hmm. and it's like oh well then what you know right <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like if you imagine yourself being in that crowd it's like okay right. here's this guy who's just cured all these people and now he's fed everybody who is this yeah yeah yeah, yeah i love that we talk about healing a lot here in the parish because it's we think one of our charisms just as a community we believe that healing is so needed, but mm-hmm. we also think like it, I, it's the first door into Christianity. If you're if you're bleeding, yeah. If you're wounded, if you're starving, mm-hmm. it is. It's hard to care mm-hmm. about whatever this guy has to say. One of my favorites was a couple of gospels ago, um, where the woman uh, is following Jesus, mm-hmm. and she she said she has a, a sick daughter, I believe. If I only touch the edge of his garment. Mm-hmm. And and I love that because it, it reminds me, if I only touch, yeah. I know he will. Oh, uh, I love that. And I just, so the older I get, the more I see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what you need to touch Jesus for, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You said something. The, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I had the same reaction to, this, to the same passage mm-hmm. a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and actually ended up using it in my well, oh. Eucharistic reflection because mm-hmm. I thought of it in the same way of you know, that level of trust <laughs> that the woman had and that mm-hmm. Jesus is ask, drawing us to. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, if I can only touch him, yeah. you know, yeah. then I'll be cured. And mm-hmm. that's, that's mm-hmm. really a great way to um, invite someone to that. Um, possibility of healing. Yeah. You know, if you can say, you know, if they can just, if I can just touch him. Yeah. You know. Um. So he's been like performing miracles on individuals. Mm-hmm. And now this is building up to mm-hmm. a miracle on thousands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. So that's that's really a good cool. point. Yeah. yeah. That's a yeah. good storyline. 
I love that you brought up this is the Jairus's daughter hemorrhaging woman sort yeah. of story. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I love that you brought that up because here we are in today's story. Um, the 12, the, the, the disciples and apostles who have been following Jesus all this time, who have undoubtedly seen every miracle he's done and seen every healing he's done. And they, as opposed to these faithful people, <laughs> are like, what are you going to do with this? What, what, what? <laughs> 5,000? Like, this is not going to work. Yeah. Like, they yeah. don't even see it as an opportunity for him to, like, I feel like if you're hanging around with David Copperfield mm. for <laughs> a month, yeah, yeah. you're going to expect him to do some magic, right? And if you're, you, you know what he can do. If you're with Jesus for a couple of years maybe at this point wouldn't you start to expect that these things are not going to be an issue for him yeah, i think that's so interesting especially in this sequence because it's kind of like oh he was he was teaching then they were on the sea he calmed the sea mm-hmm. they end up another place and he cures a bunch of people yeah and then he's you know and then it's like he's just needs to feed stuff. people. How hard is that compared to everything else? I mean, just he, you know, he's calmed the storm, he calmed the sea, he cured the leper, and you know yeah. everything. And then, you know, then what? Well, but <laughs> I guess we're there's yeah. nothing we can do here. <laughs> yeah. But these are human beings. True. Even then. True. And I think Jesus knows that we all, from then forward, need to be reminded. Need need that sign. Need mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. smack. Because he also keeps on flipping the script. Right. Like he keeps on doing crazy things. Right. Yeah. True. Which is outside of the norm of that time. Yep. Right. Yeah. And and the, what they've been taught. Yeah. So I, I can, I mean, I think I, hopefully I would be like, okay, but also still shocked <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that he's still doing all these crazy yeah. things that are good. Now, what this is a hotly debated question, and you kind of mentioned it a little bit, but where in the story is the miracle? Like, where does the miracle happen exactly? Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Don't. Where exactly? She's reclining. Yeah, what's, what, where does it happen? I think, I think when they're quiet and reclining. That is a miracle to get 5,000 people. people yeah. That's right. Okay. And, I didn't say they were quiet. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. As a former teacher, these, they better be quiet. <laughs> but these people have been che- chasing Jesus, right? right because right. he was, last week, he was talking about finding a restful place, and then it was still there. Mm-hmm. So, like, these are, ri- these are, this is not like a plan event. Right. So, right. that's that's true. This I, I You're pointing out a different from me, because it's like you are trying to control a rowdy crowd of 5,000 plus. Mm-hmm. Probably. Like we said last week, probably people seeking healing. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. Who, people who are desperate. Right. We're skeptics there, too. Mm-hmm. Probably. I, you know, show me. Maybe I'll follow. Maybe I won't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what's the... I actually think it happens when he says, when in the gospel line, it says, Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them. Yeah. Well, that tracks, yes, Peter, that right. you would think that being but the Eucharist. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Showing your true colors, your true Eucharistic colors. So it's in that moment of blessing and thanking. 
you think that's that yeah mm. that's what i would say but the, like like you said it's this like is not a trick question yeah. i'm not trying to cut <laughs> you I'm, but i'm thinking about yes uh, okay so the miracle there's a miracle of all of this food mm-hmm. right. that heretofore wasn't there but if i'm a member of that crowd i see that miracle mm-hmm. but is there a miracle going on for me mm-hmm. um that's different from that physical yeah um, what do you think I would hope, <laughs> I would hope yep. that there was that miracle for me that fed me um, spiritually. Mm. Um, yes, I probably would want the bread and fish, but uh, that that would be the miracle for one person, hopefully for all 5,000. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm always kind of caught by the, well, this time around, really, I was especially caught by Andrew brother of Simon Peter who says there's a boy here who has five loaves and a couple of fish and I think what would make him say that (laughs) like that (laughs) you know oh I've got two bucks yeah 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 (laughs) like why would you even offer that right that's it's ridiculous that he says well we got these loaves and fishes but you do your magic Mm. Right? There's yeah. one person. Yeah. That's it. Maybe. Maybe he knows. Yeah. Yeah. Who gets that Jesus can do something. Mm-hmm. And you said that sometimes this boy is included in. I think so. I totally okay. printed out a side by side comparison. Oh, did you? And left it on the printer. So. Cause that's, <laughs> <laughs> so, because if this boy, this is basically like he takes what is in the community already and mm-hmm. he makes it grander and, and feeds everybody. So yeah. it's kind of like he didn't just pull it out of thin air you know he takes he takes what's offered yep. right even though it, some people would laugh at it mm-hmm. and then makes it something great you know this is there's controversy around this oh. right because or some people there? have said oh is there? <laughs> some people have said that the miracle that really happens here is that um people start sharing and maybe not so much in the john version but that this multiplication of food is because people were like, oh, he's giving two loaves. Well, I've got a loaf. Oh, I've got a oh, fish here. Oh, 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 and they sort of, you know, mulligan stew it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that the miracle is that people were in shot, inspired to share with each other. Does that strike you as? Hmm. That sounds great, actually. It's <laughs> like a stone soup. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That actually makes it sound less of a miracle. See, this is yeah. this is why it's controversial, yeah. Yeah. right? Because yeah. it takes the it takes it out of Jesus's hands. Yeah. This miracle, right? But it, I mean, it certainly would be a miracle to get people sharing like that. Absolutely, especially in a crowd, you kind of think like, "Oh, I better eat this <laughs> before anyone comes for it," or "I've got enough for me." Well, that's, that's partly what it sounds like. It, it's, mm. it doesn't sound like it's much sharing if people just said, oh, I actually have stuff, and they start eating their own food. Right. You know, mm. it's like, okay, well, afterwards they had leftovers, and they were kind of like, you know, embarrassed that they didn't, <laughs> that right. they didn't oh, share or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that, um, I don't know. I guess there's a lot of possible explanations for it, and that's why I think um, uh, the thought, well, the thought that just came to mind is well, you can't just look at an event like this in a vacuum and mm-hmm. say, okay, this is only one thing. Right. Yeah. So, but if it was, if this was like the only thing that Jesus did, then I can imagine people being very skeptical. Like, okay, how did he pull that one right. off? Right. David um, Copperfield. Yeah. Right. 
that's 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 why I think the whole sequence of of the stories in the gospel is what um, is it's like you know what did the people do um, before and after you know they were following him because of the the curing mm-hmm. and after after he fed them then they followed him more right it's like if they if he didn't actually feed them, if they brought their own food, right, they wouldn't, wouldn't have, have thought anything right. of it. Right, that's, yeah, hmm. that's a good you point. Know? And it's like, why, you know, that's just, there's no reason to follow this guy. It's like, yeah. we, we all had food in our pockets. Big deal. It's like, no, yeah, yeah no big yeah. deal. So, um, yeah, that's why I, th- I, th- I think it, yeah. it, it, if they, if you take the lines here, it's like they saw the sign he had done and they thought he was the prophet and Jesus knew they were going to come and take him away. They wouldn't have done that if it was just... Right, right. You know, yeah, that is, stuff. And that is <laughs> certainly a John version of things yeah. that, Je- that Jesus knew mm. all along this was supposed to happen. Jesus yeah. knew what would happen if he did that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He, um, you know, he said... I think a couple of times in here it says he said this to test him because he yeah. knew himself what it was. So, um, but I want to tell you, James Martin, Father James Martin, yes. um, agrees that it's not that the miracle is with Jesus. And he says the multiplication of loaves and fishes wasn't simply a miracle of sharing. That alone would not have warranted inclusion in all four gospels. No, it was another indication of Jesus's divine power. Uh, which I think, and this next part is what really stands out to me, that Jesus's divine power, as well as God's ability to take what little we give and magnify it. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. Ah, Repeat that. do you love that? I do. It was an indication of Jesus's divine power, as well as God's ability to take what little we give and magnify Multiple. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. Oh, that I yeah. love that. Especially when you think about it, the person who actually gave the food initially was the little boy, right? Right. You know, right. And right. all he had was the barley loaves, yeah, and the, and the fish or whatever. It wasn't like, you know, there wasn't any important person, right? You know, it's like oh, someone from the Sanhedrin showed up and said, "Oh, this is all I got." You know? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a little boy was what. Ah, I have that. Little was. I haven't. Do they cook the fish? <laughs> so I'm gonna guess it was already <laughs> cooked. Okay. Right, because you would have like know. brought it with you. He, the kid, would have brought it with him. Cooked, yeah, right, and yeah. been like yeah. a fish sandwich, or like salted yeah. or something. Yeah. Salted. Oh, okay. This thing that people used to do where they salt the fish. Okay. Yeah, I'd, or, you know, just yeah. All right, on a fish plate. Just it was never. It was stated, like so. it was um, Subway tuna. <laughs> <laughs> it was only two percent actual fish. No, in there. no sushi at the time. I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have to say that through my Catholic. Um, upbringing, uh, it w- the miracle was the fish is the, is what I was told. Taught. What do you mean? Like it was it was the Jesus doing the loaves. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think they hyped on that with not the sharing, not the sharing. Oh. But I do think that I think that I mean I I'm, in my mind, like I think it, I I understand what Malin said right. Is that uh, what just, Martin. Martin. But I also do like the at least the visuals in my head of like because people shared mm. the basket, it kept it kept on going. Like I don't right. I don't think it was like five thousand fish all of a sudden, but like every time you went into the basket there was right. more. Yeah. Right. But yeah. like it's because you kept on passing it. So I do that's kinda cool. It's like a little bit of both. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ah, and it really connects with something we've been talking about. Uh even starting with that sort of gyrus story and the hemorrhaging woman story mm-hmm. about 
Jesus can clearly do miracles, but where where do we have to? What's our part? Right. Right. Yeah. Where do yes. we come into that equation, that encounter? Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is not um, generally doing these sort of mm-hmm. the town is healed right. kind of thing. Right. 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 And. Um, instead is taking real encounters with real people so that the the boy had to be willing to share his loaves andrew had to be brave enough to say that ridiculous suggestion right right mm-hmm. right classic so, andrew classic yeah. ah. <laughs> totally so i wonder um if you were going to preach this is Stephen's favorite question. Mm-hmm. If you were going to preach on this this weekend, mm-hmm. what what would be the message that you have? And I'm asking specifically for like the church of today, yeah. right? You're preaching in real time this weekend. You're not really. Don't panic. <laughs> but what what would it be? I love Martin's Father James Martin. Uh, it's the little we give mm-hmm. and magnify. You know that. Yes, we have a little, mm-hmm. but that in, in giving it, sharing it, that it gets magnified and mm-hmm. grows. And I guess that that's what I'd like to, us as a community to do. Ah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that what little bit mm-hmm. I do or want to do, that it would trigger something in somebody else mm-hmm. to then participate. It'll multiply. Yeah. 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 You two are both good examples of this, actually, mm-hmm. of... Uh, Karen's future preaching <laughs> of being hearing something and saying, well, I have a little bit of something I can do around that. Yeah. I know how yeah. to make a video. I'm interested in learning more about the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. I have skills in gardening that I can pretty up the place mm-hmm. and that those do have ripple effects, mm-hmm. right? If you bring what you have to mm-hmm. the table, God can make right. amazing things happen. Right. Do you have right. a, do you have a preaching topic you'd lean um, on? You know that that one was really great. Uh, um, I, t- I tend to think a little bit too kind of academically, I guess. Oh but, no, uh, bring it! We love the nerds <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah, yes. Um, and I'm torn between two. One is is all the stuff I said before about mm-hmm. the, the the whole storyline yep. of where yeah. this fits and leading up to um, the bread of life discourse um, and the rest of t- the chapter six of John. Um, uh, but I, th- I think the other part, the other story I would uh, <laughs> want to um, address is that Jesus is the Son of God. Mm. I think that there's mm. a lot of uh, counter messaging mm-hmm. in our culture mm-hmm. that tries to downplay the divinity of de- Jesus oh, and sure, or dismiss yeah. it even. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I, I think. This this story is one that's often used to say, oh, it wasn't a miracle; it's just mm-hmm. all these people sharing, and mm-hmm. um, it doesn't really show Jesus Jesus' divine power. Um, so I guess it's the other half of Father Mia Martin's uh, message as right. well. And um, uh, so, yeah, w- that would be the th- the theme I would want to bring out. It's like, no, this is just one of a series of examples as right. to why Jesus is the Son of God, mm-hmm. um, and preaching to people who are. Like, let's have a sign. Yeah. yeah. Right. Let's yeah. Have, what, what, can right. You, what can you show me this week? Yeah. Right. More and more right. so now, I think. Yeah. yeah. More and more. Yes. Yeah. Because 
back in my day, you know, you it's still this is still your day. Yeah. I just want still to say. here. Yeah, I am still here. <laughs> Shocking, but I think that the childlike faith mm. you took what was said, read, taught mm-hmm. at face value. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no deep dive, no right. conversation, there was no beta. Yeah. Oh my goodness, no, <laughs> no. Um, but I find that the more we can meet in small groups to talk about something like this, the yeah. more we gain, yeah. I gain. Yeah. Uh, and and so that community, much as uh, Jesus' group of apostles could grow uh, yeah. and actually do more of what he did, uh, does. Yeah. You know, yeah there's, there's that um, Holy Spirit prayer that, that you all gave out a while ago and it ends with uh, let me be more like Jesus mm. mm-hmm. oh man careful what you wish for there yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. right yeah. yeah but I'm not going anywhere so <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't become Pope tomorrow <laughs> I, let's not rule yeah. anything out <laughs> I think for me that I would focus on, I, I, there's a part of me that wants to focus on the Jesus provides your foundation mm. so it's kind of like he uh, in this story literally f- provides food for us, but where can we um, be renourished in our foundation? Um, because if you, if I'm preaching to people coming to mass, they uh, somewhat know. So kind of recessing where mm-hmm. they are in their faith and where do they need to mm-hmm. grab a loaf or fish? Yeah, you know, yeah. to re to re so that mm. we can be ready. Yeah, mm. I yeah I think I love what you are all saying i love i love this whole sermon you know and i i i would lean harder on the jesus takes what you give and makes it into something but i'm not convinced that there was only one miracle in the story i think it's possible that there were miracles happening in the hearts of people receiving in the heart of the young person giving in the in just sort of the chemical reaction of Andrew seeing this happen and daring to ask. I think, um, I remember asking um, my pastor when I was first in ministry, which was Father B, which maybe you know. really? He was a great, great guy. I remember asking him one day, when when does the Eucharist happen? Like when Mm. does the, what is the exact moment that it happens? And he said, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh damn it (laughs) you're you're right but damn (laughs) you know i think um Mm. i love that he was challenging me to to step away from a real you know i need to know the exact moment because i want to be paying attention and he was saying you need to be paying attention more than in just that moment because the miracle is happening you know we don't get to decide mm-hmm. the moment. I, just, I don't Beautiful. know. I thought that That's was very cool. cool. Yeah. Right? Yes. Viewer slash listener, we would love to hear from you. What's your takeaway from this story? What would you tell someone if you were relaying this story to them? What details would you kind of emphasize and which mm-hmm. ones might you skip over? There's so much more to this mm-hmm. gospel. What The word that popped out to me this time around was fragments and 12 baskets and fragments. fragments and I thought, yeah. hmm, I wonder if he's talking about the tribes of Israel and mm. is oh. for, for John, I just read this this morning that John is 
all about unity. So okay. if he's talking about so 12 gathering up the yeah. fragments, I, I didn't find any evidence that that's a thing at all. But the word fragments, like why mm -hmm. would you choose fragments? Right. You know, right? No crown. I don't know. So what's, the, what's the little history of that? So there was 12, 12 tribes, tribes of Israel and mm -hmm. they are separated. They were separated. Well, they're mm -hmm. distinct tribes, okay. right? And, um, yeah, and but I think John is talking to sort of the people who have splintered off or who have walked away. If he, if he is, I mean, yeah, I'm, if, maybe yeah. I'm just seeing, you know, rabbits in my Rorschach <laughs> test that aren't <laughs> actually there. But I, I love this conversation. I love that we do get to dig in and think about things in different ways and love your viewpoints. So thanks so much for being willing to come and share them yeah. with us. Thanks for having us. It's been very cool. Right. Yeah. And if you're listening, uh, you can rate and uh, review our podcast so that more people can hear about that and share that. Uh, and you'll, if you're watching, comment along and we'll be here every Sunday to do this, to dive a little deeper. Yeah, we'd love to pray for you. Mm -hmm. So please go ahead and tell us your prayer intentions. We'll pray for you. We'll be manning the chat, hosting the chat. A woman in the chat, Karen. And, Thanks, Margo. Uh, so we're there to, to pray for you, to answer your questions, to have conversation with if you're viewing. Uh, but we also want to invite you to come even farther in. If you're, if you're inspired by what you're hearing in the Gospels, you want to come and experience the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. uh, if maybe you've been away for a little while or you're from new to the area, come and join us for Mass every Sunday. You can find that worship schedule on our website. Join us for everything. Alpha, we mentioned, yes. starting up in September. Yeah. We have beta groups, like Karen do. is no. in all of them, apparently. No. <laughs> and Only two. But we have a, a new one starting, right? We that do. It's open to everyone. We do, yeah. yeah. So if you're interested in joining a beta group and doing this live in person with some great people, mm -hmm. you can reach out to me and I'll connect you. Mm -hmm. So. I do have to say that the, in this week's beta lesson, which you can find a link in the description, there's a very funny TikTok video <laughs> really good um, of this man. Uh, it's Jesus giving out the fish and the loaves, and people are demanding different kind of loaves. <laughs> oh, it's very yes. funny. Yes, it's really good. <laughs> yeah. So do definitely click Check that, that link out. if you can. <laughs>
couple of loaves, five loaves, and a couple of fish and produce uh, the, an extraordinary meal for everybody. It reminds us that, uh, of who Jesus is and what he can do for all of us, and that even with the most meager things we bring to Jesus, by building, building his grace on top of that small thing, small effort of ours, he, we can produce extraordinary things. And so this miracle of the feeding of the 5,000 is also a miracle about all of us, that Jesus says to each one of us, I will use whatever you give to me, and with my grace, uh, allow you to do extraordinary things. It also, this gospel reminds us finally, too, that uh, of how we address problems. Jesus addresses the problem by saying, what little do you have and how can we make the most out of it? Whereas some of us as human beings sometimes say, oh, we can't do anything. Jesus never says that. And that is, I think, the mark of a good disciple. Regardless of who we are, what we have or don't have, Jesus says to all of us, I will uh, use all that you give to me, all, that, all who come to me, and I will help to produce uh, from them something extraordinary and great. And that's exactly what we're doing here at our parish, uh, using all of the gifts of all of the people here in our parish to produce something great in imitation of Jesus. We might ask ourselves, how can I do that too? And how can I uh, make it so that I can take, make an abundance of things come from a, even the smallest gifts that I have. And may God bless you in this weekend. I don't mind. Let's <laughs> pray in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God, thank you for being with us today, for connecting us and gathering us uh, together in love of you and of each other. Thank you for Peter and Karen and all they do to serve your people in the parish and beyond. Let them know that what you do with their gifts is making a difference in the lives of many people. Thank you, God, for our conversation today, for your word, which is inspiring and beautiful and mysterious. Mm. We thank you for uh, the ways you're going to be showing yourself as present in our life this week because we've had this conversation. Keep us safe. Keep all our watchers, our, our viewers and listeners safe and, and healthy until we can gather again. Amen. 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 That's it. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Thanks for coming.